0: Welcome to Steel City Church. We are all about connecting people to a loving God by sharing life together as we love Jesus and love all. We hope with this message you will have a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he did for you on the cross as we dig deeper into his word. Enjoy today's message.
1: You know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to take uh, communion now, okay? Christ's body was broken so that we could be the body of Christ. Amen. His blood was shed so we could share the gospel message of salvation, rebirth, regeneration of the heart that was once dead to sin, dead to sin, dead in sin, dead in trespasses. And because of the blood of Christ, we are now set free and rescued. Thanks. When you When you see this, it kind of makes you think about how maybe we've been taking our salvation for granted. You know what I mean? We got everything that we need. We're self-sufficient. We depend on ourselves a lot. We're very reliant on ourselves. And I think what Christ is asking us is that we cast off our self-reliance and our self-dependence. And that's exactly what trust is, isn't it? We put our self-confidence on Jesus, the rock of our salvation. We put our self-reliance on him. We put everything that we are on him and allow him to use us in any which way that he desires. Is that your... Is that your prayer today, folks, that you would be used by God? It is your most one precious desire is that through your life, God would use you to bring others to Christ. Amen. And this is a wonderful opportunity that Steel City Church has. We thank Howie and and Janet for facilitating this this opportunity. Yeah, we're going to take it up. And... We're going to give $500 a month for as long as we can. Um, You know what? God hasn't given us a building yet. So we got a lot of money. We have the building money, which will be the building money. But we still have a lot of money. I'm going to say a lot of money in Nepali. uh, (laughs) We don't have a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. But see, what we have, we give. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. More blessed to give than to receive. Jesus gave everything on the cross for us. And he's asking asking us now in this day and age in America to give up something. Let it go. Start giving stuff away. And you'll find that God will bless you and provide for you like you've never, ever thought possible. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Amen. So um, Steel City Church is involved in a ministry across the world where we are feeding people, where the gospel is being preached, where lost people, Souls are coming to know Christ and will spend eternity with Him forever. And one day, when we cross those pearly gates, we will see our brothers and sisters from Nepal. Every tribe, every nation, every tongue giving praise and honor to our, our Lord and our Savior. And we will do it together. Amen. I wanna wanna ask you to make sure your salvation is sure and steadfast. I don't want you walking out here today not knowing if you're saved, not knowing that if Christ came today, whether or not you would go with him. Make Make it plain, make it sure, make it steadfast, amen? Seal the deal today by giving Christ your life and allowing him to be Lord and Savior of your heart and of your life today. And then you're in the, the wonderful adventure of living for Christ, serving Him with reckless abandonment. Amen? Reckless abandonment, living out the adventure that God created for you before time began. We are His masterpiece. Amen? Created in Christ Jesus for good works, prepared for us before time began. So we give praise to God. If this is what we what we do, then this is what we do. Amen. We feed people. Acts chapter 2 says that the the disciples and the church did a lot of good deeds that created a lot of goodwill. And that in that goodwill and building relationships, they were able to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. That's our that's our mandate. Amen. Building trusted relationships within community and now across the entire world isn't that awesome and uh, it's a glorious and wonderful thing I just want you to I want you to understand what's going on here people that did not know Christ came to know Christ because of your giving because of your serving because of your steadfastness and commitment to Christ amen It's a marvelous and wonderful thing, please. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. It is your rational worship. Do not be conformed to this world. Don't be a cookie-cut pattern person after this world but be transformed or metamorphosized by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that God has given. For as in one body we have many members and the members do not have all the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Today, I want you, as you take your, you take your bread and you take your cup, I want you to look around and look at the body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> this is the body of Christ. Christ became broken. His body was broken so that we could become individually body, uh, members of the body of Christ today. Jesus said that when you gather, Jesus said, this is the bread symbol of my broken body for you. And I give this to you. And every time that we take communion, we remember the broken body of Jesus Christ. Our sin was upon him. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might be the righteousness of God. We thank you, Lord, right now for your broken body. We thank you for the fact that you were humiliated, tortured, misunderstood, misrepresented, misrepresented brutally beaten and murdered so that you would take our sin and cast it as far from us as the east is from the west. Now we live in this freedom from the penalty of sin. There is now no condemnation to us who are in Christ Jesus. No guilt, no shame because of the sacrificial atoning work of Jesus Christ on the cross. He took the penalty of our sin Why do you condemn yourself? Why do you accuse yourself? Why are you filled with shame? Confess your sin today. He's faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. And listen to this. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. and Set us ablaze for the glory of God in this world. So God, we thank you for your broken body. And we thank you for this body. The body of Christ, Steel City Church. We pray that you'd keep us unified. We pray that you'd keep us on fire and on mission, vision and mission to reach lost souls for your kingdom. We thank you and we remember your broken body that was bruised for us. We partake together of the bread in Jesus' name. Amen. cup, you have grape juice, which is the emblem or symbol of Christ's blood. Christ's blood was shed on the cross as the atoning propitiation, sacrificial atonement for our salvation. Amen? The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. When the blood is applied to your life, you live in freedom. You live in the newness of life of the Spirit. When your sins are forgiven, you become a child of God, relationship with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the creator of the universe, the redeemer of our our soul, Jesus Christ. Amen? Intimately, you know Him. Not just dogma, not just creed, not just doctrine. You know Him. You know Him today. Son of God, second person of the Trinity. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We intimately know God today because of what Christ has done and His blood that set us free. So God, we thank you for the blood that was shed for our salvation, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. The blood. You said in your word, when you see the blood, you will pass over judgment and wrath. And we thank you, Lord, that you took it for us. We thank you for the blood. There's power in the blood of Christ to forgive and to set free today. We thank you. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. He knows you, amen? No creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then, Our message today is on temptation. Every man and every woman is tempted. The Bible says that our passions of our sinful nature and of our flesh they war against us. And Jesus came. Understanding that there was no way to fight that. There was no way to battle that. We fell short of the glory of God, of his righteousness, and that's why Jesus came. Satan, the devil, is referred to in Scripture as the accuser, the slanderer, the tempter. The Bible says that the devil's native language is lying, he's the father of lies, and he's a bully. And he slanders you before God and he slanders and accuses you of things that Christ has already taken care of. He's a liar. And when he speaks into your life and accuses you or slanders you, that debt has already been paid. Isn't that fantastic? The devil comes as an accuser and a slanderer. How many know what it's like to live under accusation and slander of the enemy? And to feel the shame and the guilt, even as a Christian. How many of you know what it's like? The Bible says that there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. When we're doing all the thinking of how terrible we are and how bad we are, and we don't measure up to God's love and his grace, he's thinking what a precious possession we are to him, a cherished treasure in his hand. Temptation will come. But the devil is a fallen angel. He's not omnipotent. He's not all powerful. He's not omniscient. He doesn't know all things. He's not omnipresent. He's not everywhere present. Guess who is? God. Amen. He's a fallen angel. He's limited in time and space. We give him a lot of credit, don't we? Sometimes we exalt him a little bit too much. We must be aware of his devices, as Ephesians chapter 6 tells us. We must be aware of the enemy. But the way that we defeat the enemy is that we don't keep our mind on him. We turn from him and we keep our mind on Christ. Amen? And wherever and whenever Christ is lifted up, The devil runs and he hides with trepidation and fear because of the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the son of God. Amen. Aren't you glad for that today? I love to read the stories of when demon possessed people came into the presence of God. They screamed like little girly girls. Why have you come to torment us before our time? And Jesus said, be gone. Amen. Just as he had the power to calm the winds and the waves, he has the power to cast a demon out of a life and to set a person free. Amen? And our desire is not to look at our temptations, but to look at the wonderful Savior who has transformed our heart and our life. On the back of your spiritual information sheet, and our life groups are geared towards going over the spiritual formation sheet and reading all the scriptures that, we've, that we have here on the sheet and what we've gone over on Sunday morning. And uh, you can do that at home, but when you get to your life group, we, uh, we can go over what the message was on Sunday and really dig deep into what God is speaking to us, because God is speaking to you today. And on the back of your spiritual formation sheet this week. It's how can we win the battle against temptation? Isn't that awesome? The first point is we focus on the big picture. What's the big picture? What's the main objective? What's that? Amen. Yes. The main objective is that Christ be glorified and lifted up in our hearts and in our lives, and that when we see him face to face, we could fall down on our, on, on our knee and say, Jesus Christ, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. The main objective is to keep the main thing, the most important thing, and that is our eternal salvation and our transformation before God because of his grace. Hebrews eleven twenty four. 24 Says that uh, Moses didn't consider the wonder and the glory of being with the Egyptians, but he suffered with the people of God instead of enjoying the passing, fleeting pleasures of sin for a moment. Isn't that awesome? Esau, we see, came Esau, who was the uh, the the firstborn that would inherit all of the blessings that Jacob had, he came in one day, was very, very hungry. He was hungry. And Jacob said to him, listen, I'll give you some of my nice stew here. If you let me have your birthright, if you let me be and, and engage in the wonder and the glory and the amazement and the honor of being the firstborn in which I would be receive all of the inheritance and Esau Casually said, what good is my birthright right now? And he sold it for a a bowl of porridge. So we focus on the big picture. Amen. The big picture. Uh, Remember that God is faithful. Amen. We read from uh, Hebrews chapter four, the faithfulness of God, that God is always for you. He's always with you. He'll stand by you. Then we rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 speaks about the law of the Spirit has set us free from the law of sin and death. We operate in the Spirit now. We do not walk according to the flesh, but we walk according to the Spirit. Be transformed, set your mind, put to death, put them all away, put off, put on. Colossians 3 talks about setting your affections on God and things above where the blessings of God and the power and the provision of God. Amen. All your authority and power has been established in heaven and the Holy Spirit brings heaven down to earth to you today to claim all the riches of Christ. Then we get into ident- identify areas of weakness. So know yourself and know your limitations, right? Uh, First John chapter 2:15 talks about the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. The lust of the flesh is um, engaging in something that your flesh really, really desires or wants to feel. Um, usually, uh, it's it's sex, it's food, right? The enemy always distorts the good things that God has given us. Lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye. It's things that we think we want. David was up on, the, up on his balcony. He should have been at war as the king, but he sees Bathsheba. Bathsheba, right? And he wanted it. He wanted it. Temptation is all about getting ourselves out of the provision and the wonder of who God is. Becoming self-reliant. And just taking, taking the rulership and the ownership of our lives and of our heart to ourselves. And isn't that what Adam and Eve did in the garden? <clears throat> Remember Genesis chapter 3 and verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, lust of the flesh, and that it was a delight to the eyes, lust of the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, the pride of life, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her. When the devil took Jesus into the wilderness, it was the same, same thought. Possessions, pleasure, this idea of uh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And Jesus did not Jesus did not give in. So what the enemy wants to do, friends, is he wants to strip us of the value and the wonder of who Christ is in our lives. Don't let him, okay? Don't let him. Then we see, uh, we recognize times of weakness. I'm going quick through this. We'll get into this um, later on. During our life life groups, okay. Um, remember this: halt. Recognize when you're hungry. How many are nasty when you're hungry? Right. And then when you're like hungry and angry, you're hangry, right? And then when you're when you're lonely. And when you're tired. Be aware of. Being hungry and angry and lonely or tired, we're weak in these seasons of life. Hunger is just not for food, but we look to something else to give us meaning and give us pleasure. Moses was told to just talk to the rock, tell the rock, and the water would flow. But because of his uh, anger against the people, he struck the rock twice in anger and was negated in going into the promised land because of his anger. Build a defense by reading God's word. Matthew 4.4 4 says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And then we're going to close with this, guys. Are you apt at resisting temptation? Admit your need for Jesus. Jesus. And admit your need for the power of the Holy Spirit to work in your lives. You, will, you don't have the power to overcome temptation. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? When you're engaged in temptation, pray the promises of God. Amen? Pray the promises of God. He is our all in all. And then we trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We talked about that a little bit last week where our heart is the command center, the ruling center of our of our life in this moment and in this time of temptation. Cry out to Christ and say, Lord, be the Lord of my heart. And then a is act according to God's word and by God's grace. Amen. And then we wrap it up with thanksgiving to God. Amen. Because he has won the victory. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble, you're going to have temptation, you're going to have trial. But hey, don't worry. I have overcome the world. Amen? So we thank God for the faith in Jesus Christ to overcome the world, the systems and the patterns of this world where the enemy wants to use to mold us and to shape us, to distort the truth and the glory and the wonder of who God is in every area of our sexuality of government, of education, of uh, marriage. In every area, the enemy comes in like a flood to distort and tear down. He doesn't want worshipers. He hates God, and he wants to tear down God's reputation and his character and his nature. Well, it's not going to happen, amen? <laughs> and the church is here to uplift the character and nature of God on planet Earth, to show this Earth the glory of the Lord by what we're doing in Nepal, by what we do when we hand out food three times a week, by what we do when we go into the high school and hand out food. Amen? We want to show the glory of God by the things that we do. Good deeds, creating goodwill to preach the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. So guys, dive into this spiritual formation sheet this week every day there's a verse that you guys can read and then you know what call somebody up and say hey man did you check out the verses that that were uh you know geared up for monday or tuesday let's talk about it let's pray about it right and then dive into the verses on the there's a lot of verses here man get that crack that bible open and start reading these awesome verses, getting the, getting the word of God in your heart and in your soul. David said, I have hid or treasured the word of God in my heart that I might not sin against you. Amen. Yeah. I have banked the promises of God in the vault of my heart so that I would not bankrupt my life. What a great, great thing, the word of God. The devil flees when you lift up Christ and you speak the word of God against him. Amen? So let's go get the devil. Let him run. Amen? This week? Run, devil, run. Bible says, submit yourselves to the Lord. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But it also says right after that, purify your hearts in repentance. Amen. Amen. Repent before the Lord of your error. Maybe you've invited sin into your heart and the devil has uh, is paying rent in your heart. Get him out. Evict him. Don't harbor sin and shame in your heart. But allow the spirit of the living God to raise you up in strength and might. Stand strong in the grace of the Lord. He loves you today. Let's close in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for the body of Christ, Steel City Church. We don't despise the the beginnings of small things. Amen? You use the weak things of this world to tear down the strong. The foolish things of this world to just whack out the wisdom of this world. We thank you, O God, for using us, and we thank you, Lord. Always make us available to be used of you for your glory and for your honor. We pray right now for Pastor Tirtha. We pray for the Nepali people. We pray, O God, that you would continue the work in these 24 souls that gave their hearts to Christ. We pray, O God, a a protective wall around them, O God, that they would lift up the shield of faith as the fiery darts of the enemy come in, and they will stand strong. In the grace that you have given them now because of Christ living within them, Lord. So, Lord, we pray for our our believers here. We pray for our church. You continue to lead us. You continue to guide us. You continue to draw us close. You continue to unify us as we live out your passion, your will, and your way for our lives. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus'
0: name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you want to join us in person on Sunday morning, we'll be meeting at the Matthew Glab Post, 1965 Abbott Road, Lackawanna, New York. Or you can watch our live stream on Facebook at 10 a.m. If you have any questions or would like to get involved, you can contact us at info at steelcitychurchla.com or fill out an online connection card on Facebook. See you next time.